1: and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
2: Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024.
3: There's no secret that Black History as we know it is a watered-down version of the many contributions that members of the African diaspora have contributed to creating and developing America. As Michelle Obama said at the 2016 Democratic National Convention, she, quote, "...lives in a house that was built by slaves," unquote. Before she said it, how many people knew that? In traditional educational institutions, very few trailblazers from the African diaspora are featured outside of Dr. King, Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks, and Malcolm X highlighting the repetitive nature of the erasures throughout U.S. history when it comes to thoroughly documenting and accounting for the accurate and authentic truths of Black people, the reality of our origins and history in this country, and the tremendous informative contributions that African Americans have made throughout and to date launching the first encyclopedia series for the African diaspora in the new millennium and the first ever to be created in the U.S. Alani Media Group's The Melanoid Chronicles is committed to redefining how history is documented for future generations and making sure that our true stories are here to stay. Receiving many notable awards and recognitions, prominently featured on the OWN Network, NBC, in Black Enterprise, The Wall Street Journal, amongst many other platforms and publications. Today's guest is an award-winning expert in media, business, and community development. Here with us to talk more about the Melanoid Chronicles, the importance of truth's preservation in our history, and the foundational necessity for truth to be centered in the stories and information we communicate, receive. And document daily. We have the chief visionary officer, the founder of Alani Media Group, and the Melanoid Chronicles, Ms. Zarina Hameen. I am Maggie B. Nowen, and this is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast with your host, Ramses Ja.
1: All right, so Zarina Hameem, how are you doing today?
4: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: I'm I'm good. You know, we had to jump through a couple hoops to get you on the show, but I I, I know it was well worth it. So welcome to the show. I felt it
4: was well worth it as well. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry for that. (laughs) Uh, No
1: worries. No worries. It's like I said, well worth it. So so uh, let's uh, do this. We for our listeners, we ask a pretty broad question to start things off. So will you share a bit about your background? Uh, your upbringing, and sort of what led you to the career path that you have.
0: Well, it,
4: it's definitely been a long journey. Um, I started out uh, after undergrad. I went into AmeriCorps for three years, and I got this really big love for the nonprofit sector. So I went on from there to spend almost the next 15 years working in the nonprofit sector, focusing on business development. Um, yeah, I worked with Goodwill Industries International, which is Everyone knows who Goodwill is, but their international headquarters for around the world is in, uh, right outside of D.C. in mm. Rockville, Maryland. Yeah. So I went to work with them. i worked for local organizations. Then from there I went and I've actually worked in D.C. with homelessness. And uh, my first year, actually, which is hilarious, uh, was the same year that the Obama administration started. And mm. they actually came and volunteered at, our, uh, at the nonprofit I was working for at the time. They did it two years in a row, back to back. So I've been able to. I was. It was a lot of fun. It was like the whole family. Sure. Um, so I was able to work in local, national, and international uh, sectors of the nonprofit uh, area. So I always, no matter what, always worked in business development. It was always the development department. So I was. Work, work, I was um, writing grants, doing grants management, donor database, things like that. Right. So after a while, I decided. I'd really one kind of want to get out of the nonprofit sector, but two, I could use my skills. I could utilize them and actually, you know, for multiple organizations, small businesses, things like that. Um, Because not only was I working in development, I was also very skilled in marketing and advertising and just a plethora of things, management, volunteering. So that's when I decided in 2013 to start my own business because I wanted to be able to not just work with one company or one organization, but be able to help people, period. Uh, just, you know, be able to help multiple clients. Yeah. So that's when I started the Lonnie Media Group. And it kind of became its own baby from there, which is funny. I, it was just supposed to be like a consultation service. And then I got the idea for Alani Magazine and and it just, it became a media group because I started really focusing on, and I still focus on getting funding for people through grants management and business development, but I really wanted to empower people through the greatest gift we have is our voice. And we know that it's the greatest gift we have because God gave it to us in multiple areas Mm -hmm. but you don't even, you don't have to be speaking to have a voice. You can write it. You exactly. can have a podcast, like you just said, which doesn't yeah. include your voice. <laughs> exactly. You, you, you know, you can, you can, there's so many different forms of expression. That's how you know that your voice is what's the most important. And that's what's the most powerful thing that you were given. So it turned into, I want to be the voice of the underrepresented. Hmm. And so that's, that's how it, it literally the company transformed into that. That is our mission. Is that we want to give a voice to marginalized and, and underrepresented communities, and that's and from that mission with the Lonnie Magazine, which we also have several podcasts. But out of that mission, that's where the Melano- Melanoid Chronicles was born.
1: Okay. Okay. So, so talk to us about the Melanoid Chronicles. Um, and uh,
4: Melanoid- <laughs> and
1: a thought starter: what What was it that led to you being inspired to bring it to life?
4: Um. I had several different inspirations for it. Uh, but the main one was I have a niece who's 16 now. And she used to come over my my house a lot on the weekends. And I used to have this famous women of science book on, on my coffee table. It's a coffee table book. Okay. And she loves science. Like that's her thing. She loves math and science. And she would come in every, every when I went to go pick her up, she'd come in. And she grabbed that book and she would read it just mm. forever, just mm-hmm. for hours. And I remember walking in one day and seeing her reading it. And I thought, this is someone who loves science. She's a young black girl, loves science, loves math. There is not one person in that book that looks like her. Wow. So as a child, she's going to think, I can't do this. Because you have to look at how what that does to your, your psyche. Yeah, sure. Or I'm going to have to be the first one to do something in this, Mm -hmm. in this area or this field, because I'm not seeing anyone who looks like me who resides there. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: And that's when it hit me. Um, We're always going to have a lost history in this country. It's it's, it's inevitable. We're still finding out people who existed that we didn't even know existed. I always give the example when I do interviews that with Catherine Johnson, she died in 2020. And NASA gave her. All, she was a NASA. She's now a NASA Hall of Fame. We mourned her in twenty four years before we didn't even know who she was. If Hidden Figures didn't come out in twenty sixteen, she, she would have died in two thousand twenty. We would have never known who she was.
1: Sure,
4: sure. And so that showed, and that we have a million stories like that, right? Exactly. In this country, that, that's just those are our stories. Brilliant. So what I wanted to do is I didn't want to try to go back and tackle that. I was like, well, what we can do is we can change the trajectory of how it's done in the future. That's why the Melanoid Chronicle starts at the year 2000, Black history in the new millennium. So if you're 23 years and younger, for the first time ever, no other generation before them has had this. Your history is actually well documented. And that's why we did it. Um, you know, I don't know if you're familiar on how encyclopedia series used to work. I'm a little older, probably. Uh, <laughs> they used to be working in alphabetical order. Oh, yeah, Okay.
1: So obviously you're speaking about, um, you know, a, a lost history in this country. And I, I'd even go as far as to say uh, a lost appreciation for accurate history. Um, so I I got to ask, you know, how did all these recent attacks on, CRT, uh, or really on American history. How did all that hit you?
4: I pay attention to these things, uh, actually a lot, especially when it has to come to the education system. I was just talking the other day about that. I, like, I love how some states are trying to uh, change the word slavery altogether and say that we were uncompensated workers. <laughs> that, and they, they don't even want to have the word slavery in the books so it shows you we're we're not we're not evolving we're going backwards sure. you know it's just it's, it's become it's become it's starting to become a big cover-up but they want the history to be glossed over so that you know certain people continue to be superior yeah. continue to not look like bad people is the best way to put it yeah. so the thing with the melanoid chronicles is that we focus on You know, it's great that people want the collector's edition. The first one is the collector's edition. We want people to buy it. We want people to have it. But our main focus is getting into the school district. So we have a few meetings with a few school districts. We're already in 13 libraries, physical libraries uh, in California, Utah, Texas. Uh, I'm trying to blow them. (laughs) Arizona. Mm-hmm. and a few places. And then also we're part of Script, which is uh, the world's biggest digital library. And also we're part of the Digital Library of America. So that's where we kind of started. And now we are in talks with a few school districts, uh, both lo- local and regional. But our main focus is to get the attention of the Department of Education. We have to put our own history into our schools at this point. Yeah, yeah. So because that's- what they're doing it's 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 disgusting (laughs) for lack of a better term
1: got you got you okay so tell us about alani media group then
4: that's basically who we are we we and it's the same thing in um, the melanoid chronicles and every product that we have falls along this agenda but we focus on merging because we want to meet we want to match or we want to meet multiple generations So that everyone can be connected with each other. So our mission is combining um, traditional media with modern technology. Okay. So, for example, the Melanoid Chronicles is available in ebook and hard copy. Mm. Because I know my seventy-year-old mother is not going to. She's not creating an Amazon account. She's not (laughs) downloading an ebook. She doesn't want that. She's used to having a physical copy of something she can read. But if we're looking at a sixteen-year-old like my niece. You know, she may be on her way to school, like, oh, I got to write a book report or something. And she'll have the the book downloaded on her phone. Got it. So it, it provides that. And all our same thing with our podcast, with our magazine. And then what we also do in addition to that is we do offer client services. So it also helps bridge that gap. A lot of our clients, I would say roughly around 67% of our clients are like, I don't understand social media. And I was like, most people don't, even me, because it's become since it started, it's become so inundated that it's hard to even push through and have people even see you or to be visible because it's so inundated with so much stuff now. I remember when Facebook started, I was an undergrad. And you could post something and everyone would see it because it wasn't so cluttered as it is now
1: yeah
4: and so we work with clients to help them kind of and so that's why and that's how the social media world is making money it's like okay we'll just take out an ad even ads are cluttered (laughs) even even the ad space isn't so successful anymore sure so we kind of try to help them with uh doing funnels and all kinds of things like that focusing more on um SEO, PPC, et cetera. And then also we help them. Every company needs funding. We focus on that. So we focus on helping them be seen, getting them the funding they need to be seen, as well as other business development services, such as business plans, et cetera, et cetera. So that's us in a nutshell. We have our product services and our client services.
1: Understood, understood.
2: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot B-I-N.
5: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year
3: We are here today with Chief Visionary Officer, the founder of Alani Media Group and the Melonade Chronicles, Ms. Arena Hameen, learning about her new groundbreaking educational resource, discussing the importance of truth preservation in our history, and talking more about the foundational necessity for truth to be centered in the stories and information we communicate, receive, and document daily.
1: Now, I have to ask, um, you're the founder and lead grant specialist for for access granted and you're the host of Disrupt Tech uh and Black Wealth is Back podcast um and congratulations I I understand the latter was named number 13 of the top 80 podcast podcasts for Black Wealth and Finance by Feedspot in 2022. So Tell us more about these. Yes,
4: that that was surprising. I was very happy about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So tell us more sure. about, about these about <laughs> the initiatives that you're involved with.
4: Sure. Um, Disrupt Tech is was our was our first baby, actually. Okay. Um, as far as entering the podcast world. Okay. And it was for the exact same reason that I just told you, where it, it, it <laughs> it's a world that's become a foreign language. And I mean, it's not just social media, but just tech in general. Now you're telling people who've been around forever that they, they literally have to have a website to even for someone to even have a conversation with them. Okay. You're telling people that, Oh, we need to see your websites. We need to see your LinkedIn. It's as far as grants management, when I'm applying for grants, one of the questions that didn't exist 10 years ago was, what's your LinkedIn? What's your Twitter? What's your Instagram? And so it, it really singles out a great deal of people. And so even people who are younger, there are still a lot of people who are younger. You think that every person of this generation knows technology, and that's not true either. So what Disrupt Tech does is it, we address those simple conversations. Like, hey, what's the best way to market myself? On 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 social media, what does should my website look like? Um, how is tech? Most importantly, how is tech making? It's we're actually about to record uh, a episode today, but how how is tech filtering through every area? It's not tech. is not just in industry. It's every industry.
1: Sure.
4: So it doesn't matter what you do. Tech is going to take over, even if you look at the world of book publishing. Now you can publish a book for free. It, it knocks out the book publisher. So book publishers have had to adjust yeah. and, and learn how to use these other platforms that people are like, hey, I can pay you thousands of dollars, but I can, or I can log onto this website and publish my book for no, for zero dollars. yeah. So you have to find an, another angle through technology on how to make money in that area. So that's what disrupt tech does is it shows people how to navigate the virtual world. Uh-huh. Now, wealth is bad. It's called hashtag Black Wealth is Back. That was our actually our last. That was our second, and of course, it came about at the time like most things came about with the George Floyd incident. Okay, and it was just everyone was looking for a way to express, however they are, state in this country, our fears, our worries, and. And I kept telling people over and over, I would have this conversation over and over that the reality of life is, I'm not saying I agree with it or I disagree with it, is that we live in a capitalistic society. The reason we are disrespected that we are being killed is we don't have any wealth. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about where we, cause we're constantly in the black community talking about us and the, and, and the Jewish community, you want to know why they're not being gunned down in the street? Why they're not being disrespected and seen as vultures who rely on the system because they have money? Mm-hmm. That's the reality. You, like, like, that's why Kanye West just got in so much trouble because if they. He said they own Hollywood. If they do, then you probably should have made that statement mm-hmm. <laughs> because that means they can shut you down because they have the wealth to do it. That's what we're missing. That's what we have to start understanding is that all the, the reason the civil rights movement worked was because what they were doing wasn't, it had never been seen before. You didn't see a bunch of black people marching through streets on mm-hmm. TV. You didn't see them at kitchen counter, or sorry, uh, dining counters and being beat up and not being moved. It was powerful then. Mm-hmm. It's now, 40 years later, it's been done. And it's not that protesting doesn't work. We live in a society now where we can see it through inflation, through all the, you know, paying twenty dollars for eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Money is power. Money is how you talk. Money is how you make progress. I like I said, I'm not saying I agree with it or I disagree with it. I'm just but speaking of nice. what is as far as a reality. So that's what black, hashtag Black Wealth dresses. We have to start building general, generational wealth. it. Okay. You, they won't start shooting us down if we have money. If you think about, it, a lot of people's mentalities are: we're all on welfare, we're all, you know, we're, we're vultures of the system. We're not, we're not, so we can shoot them down. We're, we we populate the prison systems. And we're not going to say how that is and what happened to make it happen. It doesn't matter. People's mentalities are: we're a, a problem, not, a, not not a solution. So why we can do anything because they don't have the money to fight us. I was just talking about George Floyd. You want to know why that case was different than every other case? And we've had a lot of them as far as Black Lives Matter. It's because his brother used to play in the NBA. Mm. I remember the night it happened, he got on Twitter and said, I'm about to call everybody I know. He had contacts. He knew people. And said, I'm I'm on my way right now to Minnesota. We're about, this is not going to go down. He had power. He had wealth. Did you notice that that George Floyd case was completely different than every other one? Trayvon or all of it? Yeah, because somebody in his family who loved him had wealth, power. Mm. That's how you make change. He called everybody he knew from the NBA, from the media, every person he ever did an interview with, and that's how that case became different. And then we actually did a, a podcast episode on that. So that's what we have to start looking at. So that's what Hashtag Black Wealth is Back focuses on. You know, taxes aren't just for refunds or Beyonce tickets. Mm. <laughs> you can actually get credits. If you own a business, if you're starting a business, you are certain tax credits, business credit. So these are the things that we address on that podcast. Sure. Let's talk about it's 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 a mixture of let's talk about social issues and how we can use finances to tackle them and grow as a community. I love it. And then finally, we just started Disrupt Radio, and Disrupt Radio is not really much to talk about. I have a love for music, and the reality is um, that I just feel like uh, I'm tired of hearing Drake. Like it's so many amazing artists. Yeah, but they don't get the, they Shelf don't get fired. the play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't get the play that they deserve because they're not doing the popular whatever. So this radio was actually kind of just like a fun project for me where I just started highlighting artists who you probably haven't heard of who are making phenomenal music. And they're actually teaming up with a lot of popular artists but you still aren't hearing about them. You're only hearing about the popular artists. So that's how called Hashtag Disrupt Radio. So those are our three podcasts. And then we have Alani Magazine, which was our very first baby period. It started in 2014. Um, and we were actually an official media outlet for the 2016 Democratic National Convention. Um, we focus on our, our, our slogan is hashtag our now is next. Because it's, the same, it's kind of along the same lines of, let's focus on people who you haven't heard of yet, but I guarantee you you will hear about them in the next few years. Go ahead. Because they're they're yeah, they're launching some big things. They're not a household name yet, but they will. So Alani magazine acts as an exclusive to what's coming down the pike.
1: Okay. Well, listen, don't 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 keep the people <laughs> waiting. Uh before we let you go, please uh <laughs> let folks know where they can get these podcasts, where they can get the the hard Absolutely. copy and the and the ebook, and and of course your website, social media, anything like that.
4: Absolutely. So uh, on on social media first, uh, we have Facebook, and it's at Alani Media. Mm-hmm. And then you can also look at the magazine; it's at Alani Mag. If you want to be a part of the conversation, Let, let's spell Alani. As, Alani um, for, for,
1: let's spell Alani before we go.
4: Oh, sorry, it's A U L O N I. Got it. So Facebook at Alani Media. Um, at Alani Mag mm-hmm. And then if you want to be a part of the conversation For hashtag Black Wealth is Back We have a group on Facebook Called The Real Black Wall Street mm. So if you just search that it'll come up And feel free to join the group uh, We also have an Instagram And it's Alani Same spelling Underscore media underscore group and in addition to that you can always you can find all of our products everything even how to purchase the ebook or hard copy of the Melmo chronicles at www.amgroupgroupllc.biz so if you go on the website there is actually a, a, a entire page devoted to the bellmo chronicles where you what stores you can purchase them at as far as ebook and how you can order a hard copy. So feel free to do that. So well, that that those that I think it's easier to put people to the website so they can see all of the products I, all together as well. the book. I'm
1: not mad. Yeah. Well, thank you so much <laughs> yeah. for coming on to the show. We appreciate your time, uh, of course, sharing everything about the uh, Illinois Chronicles and of course all your information and the insight and of course all the things that you're doing. That all feels very. Uh, very special. So once again, today's guest is Chief Visionary Officer and, of course, the founder of Alani Media Group and the Millenoid Chronicles, Mrs. Arena Amin.
3: I'm Maggie Bean Owen, and today I'll leave you with this. While still celebratory of each first Black designation that makes headlines... The acknowledgement, opportunities, and celebration, in not just some, but in every instance, is extremely overdue. With that, as Zarina Hamine and Alani Media Group best present it, We can't change our lost history, and throughout time we will still be discovering those hidden figures who were never acknowledged for their contributions to society. However, we can change the trajectory of how our stories are told from here, in hopes that our future generations will never experience what every generation before them had to endure by not being told or knowing their history and having the ideas that only slavery defines them in the U.S. In 100 years, our stories of today will help shape the ideas of our children and how they value themselves." Unquote. Definitively, a historical piece of art that will help to lay the groundwork for the flourishing of our future generations. In addition to a docu-series being released in the near future, and an ebook series available soon. A collector's edition that addresses the first 20 years of the new millennium. The first edition of the Melanoid Chronicles is available now as hard copy. A true masterpiece to masterpiece, exceptionally deserving of regular review. May we all be inspired to add the Melanoid Chronicles to our displayed desk stack, coffee table assortment, and our home library. Truly, a prized contribution to our Black community, past, present, and future. A gift to the entirety of our African diaspora. Designated as a prestigious inclusion for book and art collectors alike. No matter the occupant's demographics, this first edition... The inaugural collector's edition of the Melanoid Chronicles is something that belongs in all households. Kin to today's conversation, created with purposed intention, with the power to educate, inspire, and connect us all, the Melanoid Chronicles is certainly something we can all learn from, be encouraged, and motivated by. May we be moved to do so. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. If you have any thoughts you'd like to share, use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. We'd love to hear from you. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. Find your daily podcast host at Ramses Shaw on all social media. We look forward to your joining us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective right here
2: on the Black Information Network daily podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Are
0: the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience.